And it was fascinating to watch this because there was just this overall sense of unshakable confidence in this six-year-old girl that she was just going to lead the way. And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Once again, you found yourself sitting somewhere or walking or running and listening to the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast with Tony Dufresne, PhD, your host. Hi. Uh, glad, glad to be back with you this week. Hope things are going well. Hope you're getting into the groove of the holiday spirit. Uh, we have vaccines on the horizon. Uh, that's super encouraging. Here, as you know, things have changed in terms of the leadership climate. Uh, that's encouraging. I know around the globe, you guys uh, have certain situations. As a matter of fact, I just got a brand new subscriber uh, from Turkey. And uh, I'm, I know you guys have a lot of uh, interesting and different stuff. And so I just want to say I hope everybody finds themselves in a good place. This week, I want to share something that happened to me a couple days ago. And it's because it reminded me a lot of not only who I am and the daily issues that I deal with, but it also reminded me a lot of most of the clients that I deal with. Now, most of the people that I coach or I've consulted over the years have a number of things in common. They are intelligent and they're bright and they have some level of awareness that's more so than the typical person. They are enthusiastic and they hold themselves up to high expectations. And they're already successful in certain parts of their lives, although most of the time they don't realize that that's the case. Uh, but they want to keep growing and they want to keep expanding or they want to kind of find a different gear to do something else. And they don't know what that something else is. And so that's why they come to me and I we deal with like transition stuff and really where the niche that they want to go into is and how to get there and stuff. There's one other characteristic of most of my clients and myself that uh, that is very prominent in the mix of those characteristics, and they're their own worst enemy. And it's because of all those other things, and they hold themselves up to such high standards, they find themselves getting to a dead end or being in a situation where they don't have an answer to something and being super bummed out or getting all in their head or getting pissed off or projecting their energy onto other people, and then it ends, you know how that ends up, it does not end up well. So a couple days ago, I'm out at this working farm that they have here in the East Valley, the Phoenix area. And what this place does every single year, they put on different festivals. They use the farm, they use some of the areas to uh, put up displays, to have games, to have activities, and they do it for a fall festival and they do it for winter time. And right now, for the winter, they have a light show, which is really cool. But along with that, they also have other little fun activities for the whole family. And since we're trying to be as safe as humanly possible, we're trying not to do any indoor things, we thought this would be a really good idea. So it was myself, my daughter, my son-in-law, and my two grandkids, six-year-old girl and four-year-old boy. And we loaded ourselves in the car and drove down to this place and got in there, walked around, saw the light displays, took some pictures, you know, the usual dog and pony show. So then my granddaughter was kind of ahead of us a little bit, and she saw the maze. Now, the maze is like the big old life-size maze, and you can't see above it, and you try to roll through and get to the other side. Like any activity, you're out there as an adult. Typically, it's for the kids, and make sure that they have a good time and a good experience, and you're just kind of there 
and helping them along or allowing them to win, you know, whatever the case may be. And so I was following my granddaughter into the maze and we start taking some turns. Somehow I got ahead of her a little bit and ended up at a dead end. Well, not a big deal. We all laughed it off, kind of walked back, kind of kept going a little bit. And I'm still in front, of course, because I'm the eldest and I'm the one who's supposed to, apparently, in my mind, uh, lead things. I mean, it's a kid's, it's it's a maze. I mean, who cares, right? But in my mind, I'm taking the lead and I'm, so I end up to another dead end. And then I start getting a little frustrated. Now my expectation meter goes into the red and now it's all about me conquering this thing. And I noticed that on a number of the correct turns that they had these little light displays up like on the side. And so I thought, well, it's really a kid's maze and maybe they put these light displays up to help the people through. So I'm, I'm like starting to overthink this whole thing, right? So I'm following the light things. I'm going, hey, everybody follow me. There's these light things and I'm going to, and this is marks the path. And we get to this one part and there's a light display on the left-hand side to make the left-hand turn. And my granddaughter right behind me says, no, we should go this way. I'm like, nope, there's the light. We're going to go that way. And so, of course, dead end again. Now, at that point, I was pretty much like, I don't, there, there are no other clues. And now it's just a guessing game. So then my granddaughter goes, I got this. And she jumped out in front, starts just walking, fast walk, makes a turn, makes another turn, makes another turn. And it was fascinating to watch this because there was just this overall sense of unshakable confidence in this six-year-old girl that she was just going to lead the way. She wasn't getting distracted by the lights. She wasn't getting discouraged when she needed to make a slight adjustment when you know something kind of didn't work out and she backed up real quick and kind of kept going. And wouldn't you know it, she led us right out of the maze. So I'm right behind her and I'm following her and I'm flabbergasted, to be honest with you. This is not one of those things where we kind of wandered aimlessly. She flat out just barreled through this thing. And as we got out of the maze, <laughs> I was sitting there going, in my mind, I'm going, how in the hell did she do this? I actually let her know how impressed I was about her leadership and her action. And she just shook it off. It was no big deal to her. It, almost like she was saying, well, it's just me doing my thing. It's no problem. It's just, this is what we're supposed to do. This was the adventure and this was the experience. And I was fully invested in it. I was fully aware. I was in the now and I just made it happen. I, immediately after that, I had to ask how she did that so well. And her response was, I don't know. I just did it. So while all of us adults were either not paying attention or too much in our heads or getting frustrated, because honestly, you should have heard some of the adults, because you could hear everybody in the maze. I mean, it's big, but it's open. And you can hear, <laughs> and you could hear some of these adults getting frustrated and pissed and just wanting to get out and looking to climb up so they could see where to go. I didn't much hear anything like that from the kids. It, overall, it seemed like they were all having a pretty good time. With all that going on, my granddaughter, she just dialed in and she became hyper-focused in the now of that situation and she practically felt her way through the maze. And in the moment, I was, again, I was deeply impressed by that because it's one of those things where you see it and then it reminds you, God damn it, that's how you're supposed to do it. 
my granddaughter's experience of the maze was a perfect example of what we should, could live by in regards to what I call the stoic flow. Of course, it's based on kind of stoic philosophy, foundational, fundamental stuff. And to sum that up, there is a quote by Zeno, and he was one of the stoic philosophers of his time. And he said, it's not a matter of having positive emotions so much as having all the important elements of one's life in order. And the reason why my granddaughter's May's leadership made me think of that quote, it's because she didn't set out to lead or have any expectations that accomplishing the task would lead to positive emotions. She just took the lead, not to exercise or show her worth, but because she had a sense of absolute certainty and wanted to contribute or give by helping us through the maze. And at the same time, enjoying the experience for what it is or what it was, which is the experience, the challenge. And interestingly enough, when she was done with that maze and we left, remember she kind of shrugged it off and said no biggie. She was literally like done, like no looking back. There was no expectation of adulation. She she didn't turn back to all of us and say, look what I did to, for everybody. There was no stopping and pondering her mastery of the maze. She just wanted to kind of flow to the next thing and was over to the petting zoo to pet the cow. So for this week, as the call to action, I would just like you to ask yourself, are you constantly chasing positive emotions in a maze right now? Trying to force your way through running up against the same dead ends, then wasting time by getting down on yourself or upset and then projecting that energy onto somebody else. Most of the time, the person closest to you, so it's the most damaging. So if that is the case and there were yeses to those questions, I think it's a good time to summon the six-year-old inside of you and become aware of your maze and focus on your journey for journey's sake and keep moving and keep making adjustments. Keep the flow going. And when you do get out of that maze, don't expect anything from the maze other than the life experience and the journey. Because you know what? There's another journey or another experience right after that. That's it for this week. I hope things are great. You can go to the website, javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D.com for all the fun stuff. And I have my podcast up there. But I'm assuming that you probably listen to the podcast on some platform or another, be it uh, Spotify or Apple Podcast. So enjoy your listening experience. Please, if you have a chance to rate and review, that really helps me in terms of uh, the algorithms to get me out there more in front of more people so we can kind of increase our tribe. If you have any questions or comments on anything, you can always get a hold of me at Tony at javabud.com, T-O-N-Y at javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D. The book is out on Amazon. Great uh, Christmas holiday gift item exchange. Uh, white elephant i don't care whatever it takes (laughs) it's on audible i've done an audio version you can also get the pdf version as well have a great last uh, couple weeks of 2020 or if you're listening to this in 2021 or beyond just have a great uh, next week and i'll talk to you